0: Yeah. Oh, uh. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh militant minded general nine grip the yeah. grip with blades and a pen that can sharpen your spine stiff. Yeah. Level headed, though my mind flips Flip. 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 from side to side with an acrobat's experience. After I stick hey. it down, literally down a demon possessed I seems he, 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 Jay's the best for the job with no
1: yeah. What's the word y'all just catch your underscore podcast no rules podcast? You are now live and direct. With your boys Cinco, Big Heart, and J Bo himself for episode seventeen of Another Roast Podcast, KTR underscore Podcast. What is the word, my brothers? How y'all doing? Happy New Year for the first of all, Happy, Happy New Year, my guys. First episode of twenty twenty one. Can y'all yeah. believe it? We are here. We are live. We are <laughs> alive. We are <laughs> alive We're alive
2: and alive. we blessed. May, <laughs> May out of twenty twenty. <laughs> Like <laughs> well, I said, how, how y'all feeling today, though? I'm feeling good, big dog. Yeah, I woke up good, happy, living, made it through 2021, although 2021 is still going through the same BS that we was dealing with in 2020, but I'm happy, happy to be here.
0: Big heart. Yeah, yeah, I woke up with enough energy to go storm the Capitol building single-handedly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do this.
2: The episode A-T-R is
0: versus the start. government.
2: This dude is on it.
0: Let's go. <laughs>
2: well, let's let's we you made cut. time for episode. I need 17. my timmy
0: <laughs> I need my simmy. Where's my STEM? Where is it?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go. But well, before we dive into this episode, be sure to follow us on all social media platforms: KTR underscore podcast, Twitter, Instagram, know The Rose Podcast, Facebook, YouTube, Know The Rose Podcast on all. Podcast platforms, Google Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Bob been. we are on everything. 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 And for those that are watching on YouTube right now, yes, I am wearing a onesie right now, so just don't judge me. I felt like this is comfortable, and it's warm. It's cold where we're at right now. It's 30 degrees or below, so and I don't believe in using my electricity right now, so
0: and y'all couldn't tell sitting on the couch You know, last week, he is the size of an actual toddler, so it actually works out. Uh, He's in a high chair as well. We just can't see him. He got the thing across his his chest, little feet kicking. It's adorable for the world to know. I just wanted the world to know for you, man. Baby bro over there. Baby bro. I'm I'm not sure.
1: I'm average. Anyway, (laughs) moving on. Now, let's get started with episode 17. First off, we're going to get started with the world wrestling entertainment business, WWE. Yeah. Especially in the beginning of 2021, we have seen some surprises already going forward with the start of WrestleMania season, which just begins with the Royal Rumble. And, You know, with the Royal Rumble, we have surprise entrants in the match. You know, we always it's always some surprise guests that may come up before the show or after the show or during the show. But there would be especially with Raw, they had their Legends Nights episode. We you know they had brought back a few of you know, the greats. You know, they had Alicia Fox on that joint. They had um who else they had? Know, they, looking had good. they had Ric Flair, Nature Boy, um. They had a, a, a couple of guys I can't either seem to remember or I don't want to mention them right now. But they had another person that appeared Bill Goldberg. Old uh, Bird. Old <laughs> bird. Oh, yeah,
0: he, he, he made he his, his return
1: to back to WWE Raw. And not only did he make his return, he made a challenge to the top dog in, on Raw right now, Drew McIntyre, the WWE Champion. And he challenged him at the Royal Rumble for his title. Yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, it seems like WWE always brings back their legends or you no know, are part-timers to quote unquote, you know, help keep their shows alive to help them survive to do numbers, you know what they do, pump them numbers, no, this and that. But no, you know, some- <laughs> no. no pumping. Some, some no. wrestlers no. feel some type of way about, especially um, Mustafa Ali, you know, he has a uh, spill on Raw talk about how he feels about, you know, people, not, people that are full-time workers with the company not getting their opportunity or chances when you have people that work probably two days a year being on the main stage, getting these title runs after their run is way long and gone. So how do y'all feel about uh, Goldberg coming back again and challenging Drew
2: McIntyre for the WWE title at the Royal Rumble? J-Ball, I know you got a lot to say. There has to come a point where you bring certain guys back and you don't bring them back, not just because they've been in the ring already, but it's just bad work, you know. Everyone remembers when he fought against the Undertaker in one of the most painfully watched matches of our generation. Uh, then he beat Br- the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Oh, right. I love Queen. that match. That kind of like no, him. no. He man, steered
1: it, the sh- out of him. Ain't that right, big boy?
2: Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to protect you here, Sam. Goo goo yeah.
0: gaga, Sam. Goo goo <laughs> gaga. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's just it was completely it was bad for uh the fiend's character but now you're gonna bring him back randomly against drew mcintyre the first thing was we all thought from the rumors in the blog that it was going to be roman reigns again for the universal title but now surprisingly brings him back out for drew mcintyre i, I read on the blogs and i think ali said the same thing where uh, the idea is that because of the legacy that they carved is that they can come in and that they can pretty much get what they want But Ali disagree with that, and I strongly disagree as well. How can you use your legacy to come in and take title shots from young guys and girls who's going in and working day and night for blood, sweat, and tears for these opportunities? They can't even carve their own legacy so that they can do the same thing for the future generations. The, the match is going to be terrible, in my opinion. I mean, the matches that Go Oldberg had recently has been terrible. Drew McIntyre doesn't need this type of match. Honestly, he don't need this type of energy in the great second WWE title reign that he has. Uh, it's a terrible idea, but honestly, it's all money and business, so it shouldn't happen. But sadly, it is.
1: Big
0: horse Yeah, they've been painting themselves into this corner for almost ten years now. CM Punk, you know, made made it. A big point for him to personally get across about them um, using old guys until like, they're really out of them. Who else they got? Yeah. After Oldberg done, who else they got? Like, yeah. they, they in a corner now. They they they're using these people. They're handicapping themselves because I mean, once these people are too old, but he's not. He's Triple H. You see him enough already. He's still mm. on TV. He's still in NXT. Is not going to be as special. Just like Oldberg's not special no more. We just saw this dude. We just saw, They don't have anybody else. There's no more surprise factor. They're, 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 they're dried up. They're completely done. And they handicapped themselves because now they're at a point where John Cena's really the only person that can come back. No. And after John Cena, then who do they have? They're not building anybody currently to be at that point where a new crop comes in 10 years from now where they're going to be bringing them back. And then people are, like, oh my god, I haven't seen them in so long. Oh No, there's, no, there's nobody. There's yep. nobody. I'm done. No, there's zero. Like they, they, they screwed themselves. WWE is just going. I'm, I don't know. It's going to be. Is they gonna look like a um a, 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 a indie spot? It's going to be. It's just going to be people that they've taken from the indies and brought in and just shuffle them around. That's yeah. largely what the playing field is now. And they just bring it in. I don't. I don't know what the end game is. That's all. That's literally all they have left is is, is, is uh, Bill Goldberg. Like, they, nobody else is going to come back. They don't have anybody else to come back. They're getting old. They're passing away. They're too old to do anything. Um, COVID, you know, there's too many too many complications. I just feel like it's stupid. Not only are they taking opportunities from people and handicapping the business, they're taking money out of people's pockets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're getting paid a couple million to wrestle one match, do a couple promos. These <laughs> people wrestle all year, got to pay for all their own stuff. And most of them don't even crack the 100K. You know, yeah, it's it's trash. It's trash. It's trash. From a business standpoint, it's trash. From a company that's been in not only his family but also in you know just just on the upper echelon of entertainment in America for so damn long. It's it's you you're ruining. It. You're gonna ruin everything. It's gonna it's, it's it's gonna come
2: to a point where nobody's gonna care anymore about who you have. That's just what it is. You know, I'll, I'll even piggyback off of that. I'll even add another standpoint to look at it. You also got to look at it from a health standpoint as well. You can see Goldberg walking down to the ring, and you just feel for the man, you know. It just, he was I complaining it. when yeah. he came back last time.
0: He said he only wanted to do it once. He didn't want to do it extended. He just wanted his son to see him wrestle. But, of course, that money, that money, that is money? it's a quick payday. I can't blame him because of that. I blame WWE. I can't blame Goldberg. I yeah. really can't. I've never been a huge fan of Goldberg because he was always a limited worker. He uh-huh. could never talk, Sam. He was just always a terrible talker. Uh, he was just explosive. His charisma you was through. This? Because <laughs> I'm saying you go for charisma. That's, that's your thing. It is. Goldberg is a top guy who never really had any audible charisma. It was all in his intensity in the ring. True. So that's what I'm saying. He's, not what you would think of when you when it comes to one of the mega stars that we have that come back every now and again because you really yeah. can't talk you know but it's just it's just a bad bad situation really Terrible.
1: bad i'm really glad that i heard y'all takes on this before i spoke on it put my foot in my mouth about it because <laughs> i mean i mean we talked about it earlier and i have my little two cents about it i'm like i'm just gonna wait for the episode but after hearing a thorough explanation y'all have a great point <laughs> I, I looked at it like this when they when they brought back goldberg because i actually did this this morning actually and talking about i was like trying to look at the rosters from raw and smackdown just to uh see who might win the royal Rumble this year we're gonna say that for episode 18 when we do our prediction for that that's another story but i was looking at the rosters currently and not saying not going off of talent or anything just by like storylines that recently happened and things that have ended and things that are beginning and feuds and stuff like that on Raw there's really nobody that they can really put up against Drew McIntyre which is the messed up part about it because they killed things either too early or they haven't built anybody up yet to that point yep. for this match and they just threw out Goldberg, like, okay, it's gonna save us space, it's gonna buy us time until Royal Rumble season. Because nine times out of ten, I look at it, whoever wins the Royal Rumble is gonna be from Raw, apparently. That's that's how I feel. But I, I'm gonna be against yeah, because that. because they, they just need they just trying to figure out way up how to build this, and they they they're just at a standstill right now because you know they already had the uh they already had the match with AJ Styles at TLC. That was over, and that few ended. They keep uh, digging a grave for Keith Lee, so that's over. Um, Randy Jordan, he's all over the place helping saving people lives and their careers and well, I don't know what storyline he's in right now because he's with The Fiend is off and on, but pretty sure it's going to come back again. So that's that. And so like Seamus is, is there. Would make sense, kind of, if they did it right, but it's too late because they already like, bashed him beforehand. And yeah, they're st- not-
0: the build isn't there. Yeah, the build's not there. Build. So it's
1: just throwing some out. So, yes, it is their fault. How you know there isn't a maintained dynamic with who's supposed to be the next guy up. Even if it is Royal Rumble season, and yeah. of course whoever wins the Royal Rumble, it's a safe story. It's a safe two month story until WrestleMania. But you got continue storylines. Like it's not just with that. You just it's it has to be. It, y'all don't take breaks. You know. It's 24-7. It's just 360. You let's get God keep going. So with that, I agree uh, with everything that y'all said about, you know, with the bills and everything. But also with the talent of like who can like carry and be the next, i turn my flash on. With who could be the next person coming up? That's that's the really the difficult part, honestly, in my opinion, because one is not truly a hundred percent of the wrestler's faults of their character. I'm gonna say that for any
0: of it, their character, their promos, the way that they have to approach the character, they don't get they don't get to bleed into anything. Nope. It's all by the numbers. Like it's a hundred percent on WWE. It really yeah. is. I mean, of course, some of some of the talent, some of them aren't, aren't going to be up to par. It is what it is. 6%. WWE has hundreds. They have hundreds, hundreds of people up there, hundreds, <laughs> and they haven't built anybody, no. nobody. That's all WWE. It ain't got nothing to do with the roster. As a whole, it has nothing to do with the roster. It has to do with the company. They, they're, <laughs> they're, they're not focused on the right stuff. There's no reason that you should have poached all these people from all, all over the world, all over the world, and you can't build
2: nobody. That's and, trash, it, and and what makes that even worse? Even if they put somebody in those positions, like for example, Jay Uso did a surprisingly great job. Ooh, but now what, what? What and what do they do with him? Now he's Roman Reigns' lackey. He's yeah. he's pretty much just doing whatever Roman Reigns says, and that's it. And they're probably and once the story's same. over, he's never gonna he's never gonna get that top tier push again. It's not gonna and happen. And that's what they do. They put them in this top tier position where like, oh my goodness, like he or she, they may actually do it. But then after the whole feud is over, number one, you either don't see them again, or number two, you see them chasing after our truth for the 24-7 championship. So it, there, there's no continuality with that. There's no continuance. There's no consistency after they've already been given a chance. So that's why you only have Roman Reigns. That's why you only got Drew McIntyre. That's why you only got Randy Orton. And that's it. You know, and, and go on from there. It's Yes, sad, really.
1: Okay. Shout out to main, main Event Jake, but yeah. Talk about uh Biggie real quick. Uh, yeah. In the 2020, as the Aaron Connell champion, and shout out to uh, WWE 2 as well. Oh, wait, I don't know if it's going to be a shout out right now. I'm, I'm going to hold that off real quick, but um,
2: <laughs> I
1: almost got hit myself. I'm sorry. It's early. But you know, there have been a lot of us that's champions within this uh-huh. business. And I remember we talked we talked about this earlier in the uh-huh. year about um certain superstars getting opportunities Jay Haas reward during <laughs> the pandemic era and seeing if this was be a possibility if there were actual crowds in the stands would this actually happen if this was not the pandemic if we still have fans so you know we have the Hurt Business as United States Champion Tag Team Champion. Sasha Banks as the Women's Champion. Street Profits—they they were Tag Team Champions. Uh, Intercontinental Champion Big E, Roman Reigns still a person of color, Champion. Leon Ruff North
2: American. North champion. America exactly. Leon Ruff it's North American. winning belts too. Double I'm belts. Double belts there. Yeah. And the list goes on. mid right. so, so with that, <laughs> mm-hmm. so
1: Big E win this intercontinental title and kind of like at that point in time at the end of 2020 solidifying like basically SmackDown was like the opportunistic show at that time because you saw a lot of people of cover champions. Mm-hmm. So was just on Big E. Where like you said,
2: uh there's a meaning behind it. So what do you think that meaning is? To me, and I may be getting ahead of myself, I may be speaking too early on this, but this is just what I think. I think Big E winning the Intercontinental title is a, all right, here you go, shut up type of thing. Let let, let me explain what I mean. Um, Think back for me. Remember when the crowd was just heavily behind Kofi? I mean, they was behind him to finally win a World Heavyweight title. And they finally gave it to him, had a great six-month title reign. Then he lost it extremely quickly and probably one of the quickest be title matches and never got a rematch okay then the crowd you know the fan base started pumping more towards you know wrestlers who isn't getting their chance especially wrestlers of color um another wrestler that came up was Naomi where they felt that she deserved an opportunity so what happened they they gave that she came out of nowhere gave her an opportunity she didn't win but you never saw her again after that um but one of the longest ranging things we saw was Big E I mean, for years, people was like, push Big E, push Big E, push Big E. And honestly, um, I, like I said, I could be speaking too early, but I don't think that the WBCs as much in Big E as they do in other top tier guys. So they're like, okay, well, how about we just uh, celebrate this big intercontinental title reign and then people will be happy. So they give them the intercontinental title, and then now we're just supposed to be satisfied. Whether I believe a good amount of fans, and like I said, could be speaking ahead of myself, Probably would like to see Biggie in that same position Kofi was in, but I don't think they're going to give it to us. So they give him the intercontinental title just to appease the fans. So I think, like I said, the meaning behind intercontinental title is really not to give Biggie a push. I think it's honestly just to shut fans up and just to keep on going.
1: I see you shaking hell there, Big Horse. So I can tell you agree. So go ahead and speak your mind. Man. I agree 100%, man. I
0: agree 100%. WWE um it's it's all you know here you go shut up deal with it you know that's 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 all it's ever been like we're we're mid card um your boy your boy uh, um outlaw we talked to him about it like you know as a a black wrestler being stuck right there in the mid tier uh they gave it to kofi lost it never in the picture again and that is we talking about the lack of, of of top tier superstars kofi kingston has been probably the most consistent wrestler on the roster since he's been there. Kofi yep. don't put on bad matches, man. No. Kofi has the charisma. Kofi had the group to back him. It, 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 it's, there's there's no excuse for Kofi not to get any more title chances. Same with Big E, and Big E's younger, and people have been pushing for Big E, and Big E has the size, he's got the look that that WWE claims they love. He's he's a, he's a you know he's a big dude. Yeah. So it's it's um it's, it's definitely a, um here you go and shut up. That's all it is. It's all it's ever gonna be. Um, they use black charisma as a driving force, and um, just never really rewarded. Like with um, they rehash the same tag team gimmicks with black tag team. The 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 new day was was the exception, but all um uh, street profits really is is a rehash of of the uh, uh, money money year year uh, crime, pr- crime time the crime time. And they yeah. <laughs> disrespected Crime Time for years. They disrespected the Usos for years. People of color, not exactly black people, but people, people of color. Usos used to, they was the tag champs and weren't even in the video game. I'll never forget that. Like, it's all about the charisma. It's about the swag. It's about the energy that they bring to the product because, as with everything else, black people reign supreme in that category, but they're not just going to give us anything else. It's going to be a long time before we get another black world champion. Yeah. And I, I don't think it's gonna be Big E. Sadly, unfortunately, and that's my dude. You know, I'm, I've been begging. I've been begging for it. I was the only reason I wanted him to break up with New Day was to win the title. And I, I just don't think it's gonna happen. I'm not getting that energy from what's going on with him.
2: And that's I, me. and I even add just a, a bit more. The reason why I, I also think that this doesn't go any worse. Two things. Number one, we all know how the WWE feels about mid-card titles, okay? And so for them to even throw this celebration like it was a big accomplishment at you know the the end or beginning of the year, you know it's it's, it's lackluster. And secondly, he's already a former Intercontinental Champion. You know he's won the belt before. So like, what's what's the big? Se- I mean, not not to take anything away, but it's it's not like you know Kofi winning the WWE title, the big belt. For the first time but they definitely like celebrated all over social media www.com. like it was like this big long term accomplishment which is not what we were you know pushing for but yeah Cinco
1: Damn I don't I don't Disagree with nothing, like y'all put everything in perspective, and It makes perfect sense. Like, especially you just you just put the icing on the cake. they just remind me that he has won the Intercontinental, Intercontinental Championship beforehand. So it's like,
0: hey, yeah. yeah, back when he was big solo, that was before
1: New Day and all that. that was right after he uh, left Ziggler, now you won that. Yeah, because now you put all that in perspective. Like, I feel I really feel like it's really pointless that y'all broke them up. Extremely, it is. yeah. You know, I it will is, say it, it is really irrelevant one, and pointless that y'all broke. I was the
0: one up. hoping for it, so yeah, I will admit to to
2: hating that hope that I had that hope because that's trash. Honestly. But I wouldn't even put that on because you remember even breaking them up in the hope to break them up. We we look for something positive to come out of it. We had something positive in Kofi. We wanted the same thing, just you know, in Big E. If it meant breaking up the group, fine, because we believe. Something good was going to happen, and right. we, we just got a settlement. Really,
0: <laughs> we settled out of court, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's pretty much it. I ain't got nothing to say about like y'all. Y'all touched on everything, but we just hope yeah. it gets better and just hope y'all hear us. I'm trying to figure out how long this run will last. <laughs>
2: Not that long.
1: It's about
0: three, four months. It wasn't very long. You talking about the original IC title run? Yeah. Oh, you talking
1: about how long this? Yeah, it was only a couple months, three, four okay. months. They're probably gonna have King Corbin take away his title for this one. So yeah, I could see that happening. That's a different episode. Yeah. <laughs> we'll cross that path when we get there. All right. We gonna we gonna uh backtrack. We went from Monday night to Friday. We're gonna go back to Wednesday night with our last topic. Uh, yeah. On episode 16, literally after we finished recording and left the studio, shout out to Shock City Studios first of all, after we had left the studio and got in our cars and headed home after recording our episode, we literally found out that Brody Lee, aka or formerly known as Luke Harper, actual name, John Huber, passed away. Man. That one hurt. Indeed. Call everybody all go. I, I was I was speechless. I didn't know what was going on. I logged on Twitter. I was like, wow, I hit y'all up. And it just like, this actually happened. And he was really making a great name for himself on all elite wrestling. And we really found out like after like on um, due to his passing, like we found out how amazing of a, a man he was, amazing friend, wrestler, father figure, all, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially with uh, leading the Dark Order on AEW. So rest in peace, first off. Rest in heaven, rest in power, however y'all say it to John Huber. Praise well for his family. But what do y'all
2: see for the future of the Dark Order now? All right. This, this, this is going to hurt honestly, mainly because uh, Luke Harper, Brody Lee, John Huber, whoever, you know, you knew to him, he was doing terrific things, not only as TNT champion, but yeah, as the leaders of Dark Order. I do want to give AW credit and I don't want to give them criticism just yet because it's kind of early, but I do want to at least give them credit for how they pretty much gave him Pretty much the night they changed everything gave him the night what they're doing for his family is beautiful but I, I i don't want to give early criticism but just from what i've seen from last aew was that the dark order still has no direction uh like for example on on aew dark you will see you know a uh, dark order members in matches sometimes they win sometimes they don't but like i said that's only on dark now you got AEW Dynamite where Luke, Luke Harper, Brody Lee, where he dominated, you know, the segments he had. But now that he's not there, there's virtually no appearance of Dark Order. So it's sort of like this whole group that was led by a great leader. They lost their great leader. And there's honestly nobody else that's going to stand up that's going to have the same amount of power and, and charisma and in-ring ability and everything that you would imagine in a leader as Brody Lee. So I, I I do not feel confident in the future of, of the dark order, mainly because I don't think that AEW truly had a vision for the group outside of uh, uh, Brody Lee himself. So I, I honestly hope that you know the, the that there is something for them, but I'm not too optimistic just for how I see them treating the dark order.
0: I agree. I gotta agree. Um, long shot. The only way that they really fix it is by trying to incorporate in the storyline somehow that he had somebody that he wanted to appoint as the leader, or had somebody he was training as a successor, or some little crap like that. But I don't see them going in that direction. They should really just go ahead and um, disband and, and find something else for him to do. Um, it's really he was brought down, man, in the in the prime of his career. He'd been pushing for this since the Wyatt family broke up yeah. and they never really gave him a chance in WWE. Even they gave him that uh, IC title run. And he was at, he was still over with that. And he was the, the little insane gimmick with the dirty, dirty t-shirt and all that people, the crowd loved him, And that's forgettable. Just like the Big E's original um, IC title reign was, was pretty forgettable. It was, it was pretty forgettable. But um, then as Lou Carper um, passed as um, Brody Lee, he was in the ring. That dude was cold, man. He could he could do he could do everything. He didn't get a chance to cut many promos in WWE, but when he got to cut him in AEW, he brought energy. He brought energy and charisma. You never who thought that he could succeed in a suit? You <laughs> know what I'm saying? That's just not how you saw him. You true, saw him true. as a big dirty hillbilly. That's the only way he was presented. So he put on a suit, he still had the long beard, he just groomed his hair back and all that. And he he was up there looking smooth. He was he was doing his thing. Um, the only criticism I'll give AEW really because there's no real great way to um, handle this situation. I wouldn't have... They're still establishing themselves as a company and they. Um, I don't think they should have retired the title, given it to his son and retired it. They could have given him a title, but they shouldn't have retired one of their titles that they're trying to build. So I got to come up with something new. But um, other than that, I, I feel like they should go ahead and get rid of the Dark Order and try something else
2: and, and you know, Harv. I'll, in I'll most cases, of,
0: when the leader dies, the group dies.
2: You know, I'll, I'll piggyback off of one of the ideas you mentioned, which was like, like a sort of like an appointee. You know, they was kind of doing that with number ten um, in the dark order. But even with number ten, it is it, still just from how I see AEW taking it. I still don't see the trajectory that number 10 is going to have as the same as Brody Lee. So yeah, it, it, it's a
0: long shot. That's the only, only thing I could think of for them to do. I really don't think it's a great idea. I just think that's the only way for them to save the group. But yeah, like you said, I don't, I don't think anybody there is really ready. It was pretty much the group was crafted around him. So yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yep. Unfortunately, yeah, I agree all that. Like I say, it's kind of it's premature. Like to try to push somebody from that group right now to be the top dog, you kind of be a little awkward. Unless somebody, some prominent name in AW already maybe Mm -hmm. comes in and takes over and becomes that that new leader. You know, maybe with uh, you know uh, just a shot of dark with Mm -hmm. uh, when. Eric Rowan, you know, popped I up on AEW. Yeah, yeah. That could be running. the that's really like the main, the only person in my mind I can see taking over. Yeah,
2: but they got to do that right. They have to do that. They have to right do it right. Yeah, careful with every move they do with that. But if they they focus on it and like put as much energy as they did with with Brody Lee in the in the Dark Order, it can work. Right, it can. It
1: can. It can. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Cool. Oh, uh, dang, I ain't coming with no lightning round questions. <laughs> I told you I wasn't prepared for today. <laughs> yeah, I, You got the, the things ready and everything, I do Oh, uh, well, um... I got a lightning round question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do
0: got Should the round. WWE rent the Capitol building as the Oh
1: my God, the we'll rent <laughs> We've got me, you him. We got to <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
2: mean, there was a pay per view called Capital. Hold One. on, we're <laughs> mute you too. Right, I, I,
1: everybody, I, I apologize right now. You know, or it, 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 we are the United States of America is going through some real troubling times right now, and we're, we're we're trying to keep our shows neutral. And you know, everybody has their own quote unquote beliefs. You know, some may be right, some may be wrong. I may be wrong, but um we, we're just gonna keep it strictly on wrestling and we're just gonna get back to episode 17. All right, thank you. I'm gonna unmute them.
2: It was neutral, Cinco. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: asked about a venue.
2: I didn't ask about nothing going on
0: in the world. I asked about a venue. What's we you trying about? to sell these
1: topics right now. Because and then I brought up a prior WWE
0: pay per view. He's, he's tripping, ladies and gentlemen. So, I won't. I won't ask my question again because we have a sensitive. With that being said, <laughs> we don't want to upset the toddler. He gets red and fists start shaking, and we don't want him to spit up. Nothing like that. Continue, Cinco,
1: baby, bro. Thank you, everybody, for tuning Frozen. in. For, oh, there he is. For episode 17 <laughs> of Know Rose Podcast. Be sure <laughs> to follow us on all social media platforms. KTR underscore podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Nola Rose Podcast, Facebook, YouTube, Know the Rose Podcast on all podcast platforms. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Podbean. We're on everything. Be sure okay. to subscribe. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube, please and thank you. It just takes five seconds to find Rose Podcast and kick, click that red button. Subscribe. Like I said, this is episode 17, Rose Podcast, and we are out. What should they do on Big R? Pump those numbers.
0: Yeah, yeah. Waiting for the sun.
1: Yeah, yeah. Waiting
0: for the yeah, yeah. Numbers, letters, all symbols are man-made devices that could cripple us all. Improving and yeah. K, panic uh, in when storm hits and knocks out the power grid. Are you fully prepared to live off the grid? How you think? Yeah.